My name is Devonte. My name is Morgan. And this is Idiot Gaming. Gaming. And yeah, we're back for another episode and Morgan's leading this one. This Indeed one's a What We Know episode. So yes, yes. maybe Morgan's going to try and inform me so, uh, about Star Wars. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, you're Thrones, very uneducated on the topic. <laughs> I, I, I am, but it's, it's, it's fine. I've done, I've done a bit of research. I haven't played the games. Yeah, I mean, I, I respect it. So um, basically what I want to talk about is Battlefront 2. Mm-hmm. Battlefront 1. Maybe the original Battlefronts okay. on the really, really old Xboxes and Playstations. And if we've got time, maybe just dive into the news about the potential game of Eclipse. Okay. And uh, also Star Wars Outlaws as well. That's hopefully releasing this year. But oh, main topic of discussion. I also want to touch on, what's it called now? The Xbox. Yes. The Xbox situation. Just yes. because it's very, very it's just very interesting how it pertains to the original Battlefront. 100%. Yeah, so, yeah. So yeah, um, so the main topic here will be Battlefront. And like mm-hmm. I said, if we've got time, we'll dive into other topics. All right. So yeah, let's let's hit you with Battlefront. So Battlefront one and two, specifically two, lots of controversy, a lot of diverse and different opinions on the game. I mean, we touched on it last time about how Battlefront two started as a pay to win. It did. So like with the uh, microtransactions as well, that got EA into a bit of hot water. We also have, like, them not knowing how to perfectly balance the characters. Mm. So, like, my friend Owen was telling me about how broken Anakin Skywalker was as soon as he entered the game. Mm. It's like, uh, off the top of my head, I'm really sorry, I cannot remember the name of his of his ability. But he's got heavy strike. This is I remember. He's got heavy strike. Mm-hmm. And at the start, that did 300 damage per hit with a recharge time of, I believe... 20 seconds between 15 and 20 seconds depending on your star cards if i'm not wrong um he also has a force pull which again even now is still kind of broken so i i I played i played as anakin nearly a week ago now i've not really been on the game recently because shocking absolutely shocking tonight i'm going home i am playing this masterpiece but um i've not played anakin about a week and i was just thinking to myself this is fucking broken. <laughs> Seven years in and it's still broken. I mean, the thing is, let's not let EA off. Let's not just say that they didn't know how to balance it. They clearly did. It's just that they chose not to mm. because they wanted more money. Because the thing is, pay to win is a thing for mobile games. You know, yeah. games like, for example, have you heard of Genshin Impact? I have. Genshin I have. Impact is a free game, right? So the pay to win elements make sense just because... If you have, if you if you're already providing the game for free, um, they're trying to find some ways to lock to, to to make money. Obviously, it's not the ideal, but if you're provide, but if, there, if there's parts of the game that you can have fun with for free already, then it's not so bad. Yeah. But you, this game released at sixty dollars. Probably, I don't know the price would be in the UK, but it would be like it would be at full price. Let me let me new uh, game. Is this Genshin we're talking about? Or no, no, no. I'm talking about um, okay. Battlefront. Sorry, so ba- of, uh... Battlefront would release. At full price, and you still have to get micro. You still have to get microtransactions on top of that just to get better at the game. And for an online game, that breaks it. But the thing is, because how are other players supposed to enjoy it? <laughs> we talked. We talked about it in our last episode. Yeah, it's just EA as a whole. They do it for FIFA. They do it for Battlefront too. They do it for Battlefront, I believe, if I'm not wrong. It was. It probably wasn't to this extent for Battlefront, yeah. just because so Battlefront just, Two had a more bigger so controversy. Sorry to cut you off. Yeah. Um, 
I've just looked it up. It took 40 hours of in-game play mm-hmm. just to unlock a hero. That is that is ridiculous. That that's the full length of most games. To, you know, you get halfway through an RPG at that point. To put it into perspective, I uh I play Spider Man too. Mm. I've recently completed it. I hundred percent in it, and um hundred percent, hundred percent. I don't hundred percent games. That's impressive. Hundred percent in it. I don't, I don't. I can't do it. <laughs> I, uh, I only do it to games I enjoy. Fair. But um, Spider Man two. I hundred percent in it, and even with numerous hours of not even doing any missions no side quests or anything like that i've got 32 hours on the game in total mm-hmm. so that's what it's ridiculous i mean and that's been spread out over two months and the thing two is like it's it shouldn't be about grinding because mm. i think grinding is what grinding is one of the things about games i hate the most I, I and i have to deal with it a lot just because i play rpgs and stuff like that well, i think grinding in its it only is it, it is on its own I if, just you've I, got to be in. You've got to be indulged in the game. You've mm-hmm. got to really like the game. So I'd probably, unfortunately, because I am a massive Star Wars nerd, I would probably sit there and try and get these heroes. If but it shouldn't be like that but, because no, it it's not. Be. It, it's not because it, it at that at that point you're putting so many hours to get and you're doing the same thing as well. Are you because? You know, I don't mind grinding MMOs because grinding MMOs is kind of like, okay, I'm learning to use my abilities differently. Yeah. Um, maybe I can go in a dungeon. And that, that that's the whole point of MMO, kind of like experiencing the adventure. But when you're in a multiplayer game, you want to get in straight away. But mm. it's a bit annoying that you can't, you know, be on the same level as someone else who's paid to get to that point um, just because um, just because you don't have any money. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it shouldn't be like that. You should just no, jump no, in and, and play. Do you know, I, I'll give credit where credit is due. Mm-hmm. It took them fucking ages. Okay. So sorry to swear, but that's what EA does. <laughs> to what? Fix everything. It took them ages to fix everything, but, you know, they got it done. The game for me, in my personal opinion, and I feel like many other people will agree with me, the game is still enjoyable. The game is still playable, and it's still rewarding. I think one of the things that help with that as well, that supports your point, I mean, is the fact that review sites um, and people have had a second look at the game yeah. and being like, okay, this is it's, something completely different It now. was certainly one of them games that it took a while to necessarily like kick off, mm-hmm. gain its traction and gain its feet and get going. Mm-hmm. But once it did, it never really looked back. And yes, granted, in the last year or so, year or two, it slowed down dramatically. I was researching the uh, the peak the peak players mm-hmm. of Star Wars Battlefront Two, and its all time peak was ten thousand players, which is a lot of players at all at one go. But just now, looking at the um, looking at the stats now, peak players all at one time is like 1800 1700 and the average players that I'm looking at now for November from September to November we'll do it from August to November mm-hmm. is barely 900 it's not a lot it's gone over 900 twice with 926 and 918 in September and October respectively that's, that's not a lot exactly but now the average players in from let's call it start of December till till today mhm it's in the thousands, which is always nice to see because of it's just fantastic to see. You know what you know what's a shame as well about Battlefront? Hold I on. mean, so sorry to, to interrupt. Go on. 
the lowest I can see here is in July, no, not July, August 2020. Mm-hmm. I want you to take a guess how many average players it had. In August 2020? I'll give you three guesses because, you know, we've got a time limit, but right. I'll give you three 200. guesses. How many? 200. No, it's more than 200. 500? A little bit more. Five, 620? Very, very close. It was 654 average players with its peak being 1,323. Why do you think it's like that? Why do you think it's I gone don't to this? Know. You don't know. I don't know. I honestly, I, I, it's I can't. probably because the game has been out for so long now. I can't sit you know, here a lot and of say it's happening because of this reason. But I'm also looking at the stats now. Mm-hmm. In January, that was probably January 2021. Sorry, probably the best month for Battlefront from what the stats when was the last, tell me. When was when was the last when was it last updated? What, Star Wars Battlefront 2? Yeah. I think they completely cut out the updates in 2020 because... Or 2021. I'm sure. Maybe. Well, that would make sense it. then. The player base decreases yeah, as it's, the game it's, get, um, no longer gets support. 100%. I think... I think all the developers, despite protests from them, got put onto Battlefront 2042, which ultimately flopped at release. Mm-hmm. And I uh, as 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 EA does with games, just make games flop and, and release. This is this is a source off Reddit, okay. so it's not going to be the most reliable. I can't guarantee that it's true, but a developer has said that he and his separate team had uh, multiple, like multiple projects going all at once for Battlefront Two, mm-hmm. meaning that the lifespan would have of this game, the last update would have been last year. So they wanted to bring in, I believe it was Mace Windu, Ahsoka Tano, Captain Rex, Mandalorian, and I believe there was one more character off the top of my head. If I can remember him in a minute, I'll say it. Sorry, it was not a, it was not a man, it was a Sarge Ventress. Mm-hmm. But that was all going to come down as a free DLC because they did not want to, the developers themselves didn't want to charge for that. Okay. And... um. I remember reading that it must have been about two, three weeks ago when I read that and I just felt crestfallen, if I'm being honest. <laughs> the potential of this game was so, so vast and it had so much... It has so much more left to give. So what what what, ex- what specifically does it have left to give? Because, I mean, you've not got much detail about Honestly, the, the gameplay loops and stuff. What what actually goes well, on? I'll, in- I'll, get, I'll get into the gameplay okay. in a minute. The game, Joe. We'll dive into the gameplay a little bit now, okay. and then we'll go back to. Uh, yeah. So tell me, what what are we go. doing? Let's let's say Battlefront two, and then we'll talk about Battlefront one because Battlefront two is the main one. Yeah. So, the gameplay for Battlefront two. It's it, it's it's clean. It is clean, like it. It's very. I guess it's very hard to describe. What are you doing? You're just shooting. You're shooting droids. You're shooting droids. You're shooting clankers. So, um, you're shooting droids. There's multiple game modes. You've got Supremacy, Galactic Assault, and I believe what me and my friend Owen have been playing recently in the early hours of the morning before uni, <laughs> I'd be up to about two o'clock with this boy, is Starfighter Assault. And that is when you're in space, mm-hmm. you've got certain things you need to do, like destroy this certain of the sec- certain section of the spaceship, Mm -hmm. go in there, bomb the shit out of it, (laughs) and win. Or lose if you run out of time or lose 
you're designating that, that sounds quite interesting. That kind of that's kind of like what most multiplayer games in terms of what you have to do. Yeah, it, it's it's simple, but it's so like if the people gave this game a chance again, mm-hmm. like the resurgence I'm seeing on TikTok. This game has endless possibilities. It really does. So what? So what you're saying is that there's so much more for this game to give in terms of this. Because obviously, as a Star Wars fan, you know there's more they can do with yeah. that universe. But there's, you know they won't because of who no, has it. They they they, they won't. They won't. But do it's it also all. it's also as well. I, this is just like a theory. I, I just wonder if companies don't go full in in terms of concepts and ideas just because they can save it for another game. So for example. Instead of updating Battle Battlefront two and adding a mode where I don't know, you can you can fight on ships and, and mm. destroy them one by one. Well, well, you, you can, can be like you can you can add that to the next game. Yeah, that's I an mean, incentive you, to play that one instead of can. Battlefront so two. That relates to the game mode supremacy, mm-hmm. where if it's hard to describe, but it's not hard to describe. <laughs> I'm just awful at picking my words. Supremacy is a 40-player game mode. Okay. Two teams of 20, or unless EA decide they want to unbalance you because they're pricks, it'll be like fucking 15 versus 25 or something like that, depending on how many players there are. Where you take... I believe there is five... There's five sections. Mm-hmm. And to gain a percentage... So you need... At the top of the screen, it gives you a percentage. Mm-hmm. And once you reach 100%, you board your little gunships... And when you board these gunships, it gives you an extra 20, I think it's either 10 or 20 seconds. And each 10 and 20 seconds goes onto the time when you get up to the enemy ship. Because mm. you also need to, so it's in two parts. There's ground fighting, then there's going into the spaceship and um, going in there and bombing the shit out of it. <laughs> so, but to get a percentage, it can be a bit of a ball ache because um, depending on depending on the teams that you've got, it can be severely, severely and seriously balanced. Okay. Which means, like, it can honestly take numerous hours. I think the longest game of supremacy that I've personally been in was just over six, six hours. Mm-hmm. And that was that was nearly two years ago now. I think that was April, April 2022, I think, was when I last played to that long long period so there are really good elements of this game there's there are... excellent elements and I think it, it, I think the game gets a really bad rep because of who makes it and that, that's unfortunate because I don't I also don't think just to, just to jump in I don't think it no helps the, um, the state of Star Wars as a franchise yeah. now not to say Star Wars is bad as a whole it's just it's, because I think it's, it's, it's a reputation of people the wrong people getting their hands on it really into Controversial you know decisions what? and takes in terms of what's happened so, in, sorry in the franchise. In. You know, we're yeah. uh, we're ahead of time. Yeah. So let, let's just dive into Star Wars as a whole, real quick. Okay. Just we, just a quick overview because we don't want. But obviously, this is so we can understand. Yeah. So I know that you're not necessarily into Star Wars, like. I, I mean, I've watched the prequels and yeah. the sequel and the, um, the original trilogy yeah. films. I've not watched the sequels. Okay. Yeah, that, that's not a problem. So I um. Star Wars for me is my childhood, and I think I mentioned that in our first episode, episode mm-hmm. zero, just getting to know about us. This franchise means everything to me. <laughs> it really does. When I was a little kid, it meant everything to me. 
and obviously I took a little bit of a break from Star Wars really weirdly from like the ages of 11 and I really started to love it again when I was 17 because I think it just brought back so many memories like I remember being like four five six years old so I believe Clone Wars as a series came out in I want to say 2008 I could be wrong I think it was 2008 and I would literally it would always be on at half eight in the morning and I would have school at nine. And I always remember, sat down with my cereal in the living room. Oh my God. And watching that before I went to school. You see, you see, you have such an emotional backstory with Star Wars. My backstory is, my friend was like, how have you not watched Star Wars? And he made me watch all the films. Um, it's, he's, the it's, sequels is something that I'm not going to watch. So, <laughs> It's, look, I, I can understand no one wants to watch the sequels. But in a way, the sequels are brilliant in their own way. It tells its own unique story, no matter how shit it is. It's still Star Wars. It still adopts the same principles as Star Wars. Maybe not done as well as it should have been. Definitely not done as well as it should have been. But that's still Star Wars. My opinion is, I think a lot of people will get mad at me for this. I think Star Wars wouldn't be as successful if it came out today. Star Wars definitely a product of this time. I'm talking about the original um, trilogy. If that original trilogy released today, I'm not sure if it'd be um, as successful. Now, I know that's a very controversial thing, and I know a lot of people are going to come no, at me, no, no, but the reason why opinion. I say this is because I'm not saying it's bad. It's saying it's a product of its time. Your, your opinion has grounds. I can kind of see because yeah. I don't know how, I, because I've not watched, it's been a while, but it's, in terms of how it's written, it's archaic, you know? Reg- um, can yeah. I save, uh, regular save the world plot, you know? The whole twist of, you know... Not saving the world, mate. Saving galaxies. Saving galaxies, whatever. Um, the whole twist of um, Luke Skywalker's um, dad being Darth Vader. Darth Vader. That's that's a big... That was the biggest big twist at the time. But when mm. there's been so many stories that released that have made bigger twists or have done it in a more creative way, it's not as big anymore. But that's not to take away from his original legacy just because Star Wars did it first... Yeah. So, you know, other series looked at Star Wars and built off of that. So it's not it's not fair to look at Star Wars and say it's it's that's not any good. Yeah. I'm just saying that if it's that that same thing came out today, it wouldn't be as successful. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I I respect your opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying the original trilogy is bad or anything at all. I think I think it was great. I mean, I didn't like the first film too much. Controversial. I like Empire Strikes uh, it's Back. It's not really controversial. I feel like most Star Wars fans would say it's the worst out of the prequels. No, no, I mean, no. I'm, I'm talking about the original trilogy. Oh my god. No, I like. I don't like the first film was okay, but I didn't like it as much. Um, Do you not know? You Empire, know I like to talk for the rest of the Empire podcast. Strikes no. Back. I like. No. The third film. You're banned from I talking. Did, the third no. film. I didn't expect to like as much as much as I did. Well, I, do you know? What? I I, I, did, I don't like the first. Um, Prequel trilogy film, yeah, I don't like it. It's 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 terrible. I don't like that film at all. To me, it's terrible. I don't like it. I don't like Jar Jar at all. Not many people like Jar Jar. Man. <laughs> Second film and third film save the prequels for me. Um, do you know? What? I I'll, <laughs> I do. You know I get hate for my, this opinion. The character I hate the most, mm-hmm. C three PO. I fucking hate him. Who is he? He's the gold droid. Oh, him. He's not funny, but he does. he's, he's harmless. He's but harmless. the thing is, like, many people love him, and I'm just sat there like, how? 
Such I mean, I'm trying to think. Prick. I mean, like, I thought he he wasn't really funny at all. Like, he he just kind of that thing where, but I don't. He was he he was comic relief that failed. In my opinion, he's not, he's he's not a bad character. Though. I think Bro's just really fucking annoying. I, I don't, he's not, if you think he's annoying, Jar Jar's so much worse. No, I, I prefer Jar Jar than I do no. Jar when Jar Jar became part. Right, of the we're, console, we're getting off topic like, now. We're getting, off, we're getting topic. off topic. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I get you. I get you. I get I'm you. I just saying. Anyway, just to get back on topic, um, back to Battlefront. What I wanted to mention was obviously the, the original Xbox PS2 and GameCube version, which is also online, which is actually quite cool just because that era online wasn't very common. Um, I mean, I, I, I've I've played original Battlefront on PS2. So well, my, my uncle had that in his... Uh, we actually played it online? Oh, mate, whether it was online or not, I can't remember. I just remember playing it at the age of, like, four or what five. Was it, what was it like compared to Battlefront Completely different. Completely different now, obviously, because uh, as gaming has come so far... I think it also helps that it was actually made by a different studio, which of course. don't exist anymore. Think, it's very, very... Do you know what, mate? I can't even lie. I don't think I ever won a game on it because I was so young and didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. It's, yeah. But it was fun nonetheless. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things. I, like, I also remember just jumping into the solid. Yeah, I, I think when, you, when you're younger, the best thing about games like that is just being able to um, just jump around and you know what, I think the world. The only real memory I have, I have two memories of it. Being mm. on Geonosis and trying to uh, scrap them. And also mm-hmm. just jumping into the Sarlacc pit and doing like ragdoll yeah. physics as well, which was just really funny at the age of like four. That's quite cool. Put me into hysterical laughter until I found out the Sarlacc takes like a thousand years to digest food. Yeah. So that means horrible for them. Mm. But anyway, so well, you were just talking about uh, Battlefront yeah. 1. I'll let you do your little spill because you've done a lot of research on this. Yeah, it's just it's just because um, it's 1080, 1080p on the PS4. I'm going to say a lot of research. It's just 1080p on the PS4. Um, 720p for the Xbox One. Now, the reason why I find it interesting is just because the PS4 and Xbox One, um, obviously, then the PS4 will go out as a legacy console, but when it released, it wasn't that impressive powerfully and power wise. Overclock Jaguars, CPU cores, same with the Xbox, and um, it was, I just find it ridiculous how you could, the game could release it in 2015 and can barely. Um, barely run, run. A, but barely run at, at HD, barely run HD. Sub it's sub HD. You know, PS3 and Xbox 360 had were running games at 1080p. Battlefront comes out in 2015 like a remake, and it, it can't even break 1080p on an Xbox One. Uh, that's that's I think that's I, ridiculous. Well, like I've said, I um I think what we said in the original episode, I've played PS2, Xbox 360, Xbox One, PS4, PS5. Yeah, Xbox One is shit compared to PS4. That's the reason why the Series X is struggling right now. I mean, have, I mean, I've told you about this now. There's a rumor that um, the Xbox might not exist soon. Yeah, you were telling me about that. Gears of yeah. Gears of War might be on PS5. You know, your Halo did, might be coming to it. That, that reminds me. I saw a post on Instagram by a uh, by some bloke who actually mm-hmm. does really reputable news. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. But um, there was something about Gears of War. I'll actually try and find it. Just so I can, you know, jog my yeah. memory a little bit. But anyway, please carry on what you were saying. Yeah, but off. it's just that kind of thing where it's a bit of a shame. Yeah. Because obviously Xbox Series X, I think, is a lot better as a console. It's, it matches the PS5 power-wise. and But the reason why it's not as successful is because the Xbox One didn't do X, um, Microsoft a lot of favours, you know? Yep. Uh, so, confirm. I'm so sorry. Microsoft mm-hmm. to bring Gears of War to PlayStation consoles. 
Yeah, that, that that's what I'm saying. So, so you know, so, and if Microsoft were to go to bring Gears of War to PlayStation consoles, there was no, there'd be no reason to have an Xbox anymore. Um. Yeah. So, I just, I just think it's sad in some ways, but also yeah. it's they, they, they were, they were the architects of their own demise, really. Yeah. Um. Because realistically, when you have Spider-Man on a PS5 and you have Ratchet and Clank, big games, um, and Xbox doesn't have that. The only thing Xbox has over PS5 right now is Game Pass. Yeah. Game Pass was a phenomenal thing they introduced. Um, having games coming at day one. When did Game Pass get released? Um, I think it was sometime late Xbox One life cycle. So get like... Okay, get, yeah, get, I wasn't there for that shit. So, so. so people were like really happy when they were like, oh my God, Sea of Thieves. I, I left um, Xbox One at... Day um, one. I left Xbox One at like mid cycle. I, I remember when my dad got me an Xbox One. I was like, "Oh, it's a modern console." Not realizing I w- I would get the the worst version of all. John, Microsoft um, are just consoles. a bit like Microsoft. I are mean, really they soft. They used to ban me because like I, I'm not even joking. Mm-hmm. I'm not even shitting you. I, I I literally typed the word China. I got banned for a week. <laughs> like I think that was when I, that's when I decided that PlayStation's obviously elite. It's mm. clear. So but, I mean, Xbox 360 was the peak for Microsoft gaming wise. Yeah, 100%. But, Mi- but Microsoft don't need I to. Would Microsoft here. don't need to worry about gaming as much. They, just, they they they're just happy to be there, just because Microsoft are a very successful company in their own right. Xbox 360 was the pinnacle of gaming, in my opinion. You mean that era? You mean PS3, Xbox 360? It provides the most nostalgia, anyway. For most people, yeah. Yeah. Oh, we're kind of getting off topic, like. Yeah, I mean, but no, but, but the, I think it's a, it's the, a good the, topic, though. Like, the reason why I was I mentioned it was just because I just thought it'd be. Good to put out there, um, you know, ex- our opinions about Xbox versus PlayStation, yeah. and that could be something to go on, go into more in future episodes. But we've got one more thing to finish on. That's to do with the newer games that yes, are, yes, newer yes, games yes, that, yes, that are going to release soon. Right. So I believe, if my memory doesn't fail me, I think I touched up on Outlaws earlier. So that is a potential open world game where you are given a character. I don't know her name. If I'm being honest with you, I'm so sorry. But it is made by Ubisoft. I know you. You're going to criticize me. I don't give Ubisoft, not Ubisoft. I I don't fucking care. Shush. My turn. No, I'm joking. I call it Ubisoft. I saw the way. I've never been corrected on it until now. Mm. But that is their. I believe it might be their first title of Star Wars. I could. First Star Wars. I I believe you. Um, And obviously, because it's Ubisoft, I'd assume it's going to be like open world, isn't it? Yes, so I I don't think everyone knows that Eclipse is coming out in. To be honest, if if I'm going to be honest with myself, mm-hmm. probably the distant future, probably towards the back end of the PS5 lifespan. Mm-hmm. So I think this will be open world, but it will obviously have nothing on Eclipse when that comes out. Okay. Are you happy that um, Jedi Survivor is going to be EA's last Star Wars game? I think it'll be their last title. I'm not percent sure though. I'm being honest. I, I think I think they're up and they're open to selling their like, let's just call it their stake mm-hmm. with Star Wars. It. Yeah, yeah. And I think I can't pinpoint or give you a name of what developers should really take it over. Maybe Ubisoft. I'm so sorry. I don't care if you... Uh, the thing is, with Ubisoft, I don't hate them. It's just that they, they need to put more development time into 100%. their games. You know, they've made some great games. The Black Flag is a perfect example. For me, in my opinion, the best Assassin's Creed was Origins. Okay. The Egyptian one. But what I'm saying, is, I'm not saying Ubisoft make bad games. It's just that they make strange decisions. <laughs> when oh, they make no, games. No, I don't think they make bad games, but there's they so make strange much, decisions, yeah. There's so much you can, like, do. 
uh, Assassin's Creed. They got like it feels like they got like fifty fucking games of it. It's a new one coming out soon as well. But anyway, which one? Um, I thought it's it's, it's the new one, the rumored one. Okay, so let's see yeah. it's Mirage, and that's been out for like three. Yeah, months, yeah, Mirage right? has been out for a while now. Yeah. Anyway, so we've got Star Wars Hunters. That is a Nintendo Switch and Android and iOS game. Mm-hmm. When's that set to release? TBC to be concluded, brother. I don't know. I find it interesting that it's to put, uh, it's I'm on Android gonna... and Switch. It's a <laughs> bit of a not on modern consoles. So um, all these games that I'm looking at here mm-hmm. have uh, to be concluded dates on in on release. But what is known is that it's almost certain that Star Wars Outlaws will be released this year. Mm-hmm. May I can probably see Hunters being released it, like this year, but I'm not going to sit here and say. I know what this is about. I'm just gonna look, read the description now. Do you have any gameplay? Of any no, of them? It's, it's, it's just sometime this. It year. was originally meant to be out in sometime in 2022, and it's been delayed two years. It's very. It's potentially. Maybe. Because obviously we've not gone to gameplay yet. Honestly, it, it might be a holiday release. Maybe, or they might just scrap it. Who knows? Probably not. But you know, and there's also respawns Star Wars FPS. Mm-hmm. Um, respawn. They worked on Jedi Survivor, I believe. Okay. Which is, not, which, is not, which is actually a good shout just because, obviously, Jedi Survivor is actually a decent single-player game. And if I'm uh, not wrong, they also worked on The Force Unleashed, which is also an all-timer okay. when it comes to Star Wars. That is an all-timer. Mm. I um, There's not much known about Star Wars FPS. But I don't know if this one falls like into the same category. They're also doing a Star Wars strategy game. Mm. Again, I think that's also made by Respawn, so maybe that's like the same thing. Yeah. So I, I, I can't sit here and say I know, really. But Star Wars Eclipse, the main one that nearly every Star Wars gaming fan knows, Eclipse, announced in, I believe, 2021. Um, it, it's like an action-adventure, and I think... Quantic Dream are making it. I think that's the name. Have they made anything like I think they notable? made. I think they made Detroit Become Human, if I'm not wrong. Mm. And obviously Lucasfilm Games are going to get involved with this one because obviously Star Wars game. Yeah. Um, I can see... I don't think it will flop, but there's not a lot known about the game now. So it's just, we just have to wait and see, to so be honest. It's honestly, it's the only speculation we could go off is just because it's Ubisoft, you know, it's no longer EA. What what have Ubisoft done in the past that made I us be like... I don't think Ubisoft are going to have anything to do with Eclipse. I don't think they will. Oh, not Eclipse. Oh, sorry. That's all right. Don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about it. We all make mistakes. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I don't know why I was thinking. It's Outlaws. Right. It's Outlaws. Right. The one Outlaw, Outlaws yes, is yeah. the Ubisoft one. Yeah. Again, I don't know what... Uh, Outlaws looks good, but again... I was telling Devonte, I feel like it's going to be 50-50. Even it's it's always 50-50 when it comes to Ubisoft. But if they've taken so much time to develop the and game, I think there might be a good chance it's going to be good. So I'll leave that one till last. But there is a thing called Amy Henning's Star Wars game. Mm-hmm. An untitled Star Wars game that is uh, in the works from Skydance New Media mm-hmm. in collaboration with Lucasfilm Games. God knows what that's going to be about. But the, I believe... From what I'm reading now, they worked on Uncharted, so I can see it almost. That could that could be good. That could be good. I don't know what that'd be about. God knows when it will be released. So there's not much point of talking about this one. 
But this one will perfectly relate to your episode next week. Okay, which was it? So, Knights of the Old Republic remake. Oh, all right. Remake. Yeah, I mean, that's that's something that you could touch on mostly because, obviously, next week's episode, I'll, talk, um, I'll be t- focusing on Persona 3 Reload. We're playing that. And obviously, there's been a, a lot of issues in terms of distinguishing between remakes and remasters mm. at the gaming industry. Um, so yeah, look forward right, to that I next will, uh, episode. Is that is one, one more thing you want to talk about? Or? So I'm just going to dive into what the yeah, Knights yeah. of the Old Republic's like description is. So the Knights of the Old Republic remake is set to deliver a new version of the much-loved RPG from 2003 to PS5 and PC. So there's no mention of Xbox or Nintendo <laughs> Switch or anything. So it was first revealed. Not powerful. So it was first revealed at the uh, PlayStation 2021 showcase, Mm -hmm. and um, obviously Darth Revan will make a return. I understand you probably don't know who Revan is, which is completely fine. Revan is the pinnacle of Sith. Sith Lord. He's up there with Palpatine in terms of like most recognizable, most powerful. I think he was probably more powerful. (coughs) <coughs> oh, I coughed. Oh, well. It's fine. Um, So, we don't have a release date, and a recent report from Bloomberg, Bloomberg claimed that the project had been delayed indefinitely. Which is worrying, because this game would slap. 100%. I can't see this flopping at all. I, I, w- I would never actually be able to see that flopping. That's really disappointing, actually. Bit heartbreaking. But uh, what we can confirm is Styles Outlaws will be out on PC, PS5, and Xbox Series X. Meaning that Xbox will obviously have a brilliant game on their hands. Which, you know, X- Xbox needs. I hope, I, hope, they need I hope that's enough to like revive them. It won't, maybe, you know, who knows. But it won't be enough. I mean, I believe, I think I've touched up on everything. Yeah. Um,. Fuck EA. <laughs> Every episode, just just same thing. Fuck EA. Yeah, just fuck EA. Re- Ubisoft as well. Ubisoft, I'm going to give them a chance. Give, they haven't given me a Rayman Four. Do you know what? So, I understand so, you know. that. I understand that, but nah, I'm going to give them no, a chance. No second chances. No second chances. All right, fuck Ubisoft as well. <laughs> um, who else? Oh, um, fuck Nintendo, but we'll get to that later. Fuck Liverpool. Fuck Man City. United. This is not a football episode. I know, but you know, just thought I'd lob that out there for the people. Anyway, yeah. So that'll be us for today. It will indeed. Next week you'll be joining us talking about remakes and I'll be the one leading that episode. With my little segment of uh, (laughs) Knights of of the Old Republic. So yeah, my name's Devontae. My name's Morgan. And we're out. Bye.